So let's let's be very clear. Let's do it. It started at six in the morning. Six most, in the morning. I most took, people's. I took a shot of whiskey at six in the morning. Wait, why? I uh, celebrate my power. Hundred percent. Not all Persians are terrorists, Bert. Hey guys, welcome to another. Wait, aren't episode. Persians Iranians? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Why? What? Then what's Persia? Like I'm getting modern day Iran is Persia. I had a weird thought the other day. You did when they say ancient Rome. Are they talking about the city? Uh huh. That city was the capital of the world at one point. Yeah. Wow. You been to Rome? Yeah, a bunch. A bunch? Oh, like fucking five times. Really? <laughs> Wait, all for Travel Channel or before then too? Uh, twice, three times, three times without Travel Channel, and I guess I've been more than five. Cause I've been I've been a bunch. What? When do I? Why did you go to Rome so many times? Uh, Rome was the first place I ever had a panic attack, like a full blown panic attack. Oh, you went there for that? I went there for that. Okay. I, no, I got. I when w- the first time I went to Rome, I had a panic attack because I'd never been in a subway system. I was probably twenty five, twenty. Two, 22 years old and it and it flipped me the fuck out and i shut down and then and then i went i went I, that, I that city is chaos man fucking chaos. chaos rome like the difference between rome and paris is quite notable you, you know? know i got paris was like a big <laughs> the first time i went there really i was like eh. you know what i think it was i think we were in the suburbs and you're just like so this is just like any fucking city. Maybe I just feel like Paris. I mean, I'm not well versed in either city, but I felt like Paris was um, easier to navigate, and yeah, you know, like the transportation system seemed like for a foreigner easier to get around. Like I didn't, I wasn't in Rome. Oh my god, dude, it was it was madness. Yeah, Rome. I I flipped out. I, I shut down. I mean, twice. It got so bad that the well, another time, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've been to Rome now that I think about it. One time I went to Rome, Leanne had to draw me a bath, and I had to open a bottle of wine because I was so fucking freaked out. She was there with you? She, I had a full-blown panic attack. This full is blown. a second? Fucking Rome, man. And then the last time I went to Rome- I don't think you should go to Rome again. <laughs> no, I take this back. I, not the, no, you know what's so funny? I'm planning a fucking trip with the girls in Europe. Uh-huh. And, and skip and, Rome. I know I'm going to Rome because now I love Rome. So like, I don't know how many times I've been to Rome with Leanne. Oh, I hear it. The <laughs> Wait first minute. The first time I went to Rome. You don't know how many times you've been to Rome with Leanne? I think once. <laughs> how would that confuse you? Because I, 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 you know, I got to be honest with you, man. Europe kind of blends in. Like all of Italy blends into. If you say, okay, ready? If you yeah. say, describe. Paris, I go, oh, black dude making out with a chick in the metro fingering her. Like, that's how, that's, that's my memory of Paris. And then the guy talking slick as shit because he had like a Parisian accent. Yeah. And he was like, eh. Like, he was making out with this chick fingering her, and I'm staring. I'm like 22 years old, and I'm watching. And I'm like, he is fingering her on the metro. That's fucking And dope. I expected him to be like, yo, what up, kid? You know? Yeah. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. I'm, Certain that offended somebody, <laughs> um, but what if? What Probably if, every black Parisian <laughs> alive. Yeah. What if? What if? What if? There's a guy that's watching this, and he goes, "That's exactly what I sound like." <laughs> um, but so I went the whatever I did. The maybe I went to Rome twice with Leanne. Maybe I don't know. 
But one time I walked the whole city. I didn't get in the subways and I walked the whole city. Of Rome? Of Rome. I walked it. And it was a fucking blast. And I was like, oh, this is what you got to do. Don't get into these fucking subways. The Roman subways are a nightmare. I fucking met these two hot as fuck chicks in Rome. And we hung out all day. I like, I, man, and I was just like, I had a hard on the whole day. And I thought we were going to fuck on a train. <laughs> I just remembered them. You're such a romantic. I got pictures of them. I'll show you. Oh. Yeah. I, this is an interesting little side story. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I met a girl in Europe that I just figured I was going to marry. And we stayed in touch for like fucking 20 years. <laughs> Really? Like we, yeah. It was really. She's still just a good friend of mine now. You have a lot of these. Pull her up. This is Pull last up. last week. You were just like, oh yeah, this girl I dated, and she's one of my best friends. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- Leanne struggles with it. Yeah. <laughs> Erica, the no, this girl we met, and it's like re- we just connected. But I had a boyfriend. I had a girlfriend. <laughs> you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you got you got you really stumbled there. Today we go to six, and I went no. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was thinking of receiving. I was like no, because I just saw this this porn star tweeted. <laughs> this porn star, yeah, tweeted a picture of her and a dude, and she has a strap on, and she's like. Uh, what's his name? Lexi Ryan or whatever like, came over and I fucked him in the ass and he fucked me in the ass. That's what friends are for. And then someone wrote, isn't he married? And then, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, I don't think he cares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he gives a fuck. I think his wife knows. She knows. It's, it's not a slip up. Yeah. Like, oh shit, you tweeted that out? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm married, right? <laughs> My wife's gonna get super pissed that we fucked each other in the ass. She's in the grocery store in line looking at Twitter. She's like, "Fuck with my husband." Have you been pegged? No, I don't think I'd like it. Because I look when I wish I could find the girl and this guy. On, I wish I could find them on Twitter so you could see how big this dildo was. Yeah, and I was like, I, I wonder if you if you were like texted a friend, you know, like there was a porn star, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing today?" And you're like, "I hang out with my wife," and she was like, "Can you dip away from her? I want to fuck you in the ass with a dildo." And he'd be like, "Hang on, let me check, honey. Is it cool?" And then, <laughs> "Is it cool?" <laughs> I think one of my first questions would be, "Yeah, how big is it?" <laughs> because it was a solid piece, like yeah. it was a big uh, strap on. Yeah, and I, so I, I saw the um, the peg lady for a, like a, I did Nikki Glazer's show, like she had that Comedy Central sex show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to a pegging class. There's like a segment of it on YouTube. Really. A pegging class? Yeah, so there's like a lady who's like, I'm the peg master. Is her name Peg? I don't think so. She should legally she change was, her fucking name. She was like a big chick, too. She was like 6'1", and like, you know, 
like broad and yeah. she was like and i like to fuck him young and dumb and we were like oh my god <laughs> and i was like you know she was bringing out all the sizes and i was like oh i've never had it you know trying to like contribute to the thing and I was like, where should I start? She goes, you want to start small. You don't you want to start with this big stuff. You want to start small. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. And she was like, I was like, what do you have? She goes, you want one of these? And it was like the size of chapstick. She's like, that'll get you going. Loosen you up a little bit. <laughs> then you graduate to this other stuff. And she goes, yeah. She was like her favorite thing to do. So she teaches couples how to do it. What? I, I mean, I, I, you know, you I, have, I, you, can you Google small um, strap-ons? Cause I maybe if maybe if you had like a tiny dude, do you remember? There you oh, go. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give me the. One. Oh yeah. That's exactly what she yeah, said to start actually, with. Oh, actually, that's doable. No chick that looks like that wears that fucking thing. That what? body does not wear the fucking no. strap on. No. What do you think? It's a chick with like my body that wears the strap on. The kind of chick that fucks you in the ass looks like. <laughs> it looks like me. Oh, wait. Um, uh, how? How? What do you think your wife would say if you just if you gave that as a gift for like an anniversary? She would laugh, but then if I was like, "No, I really want," you, she'd be like, "For real?" That's a funny anniversary gift. And then she would be like, "I mean," and then it would be if I was like, "You know, I really need this." Uh, she'd be like, "I wonder." I okay. bet there's been times I've been so turned on. That I would let Leanne fuck me in the ass just to fuck her. Sure, I'm sure you would. I guarantee you, there are uh, the, probably more times that I'm comfortable sharing. Yeah. That I'd be like, okay, just get it over with, and then I'd be like, I'm kind of into it. Yeah, yeah. God. Uh, wait. So you, but you have had anal. Yes. Uh, regularly, like no, you were... no, it was a, it was a, it was a one, one and done. How was it? No, nah, I thought it was okay. You thought it was okay. I thought it was cool. Did she do any prep? No. Enema? No. Did you have turd all over your cock? Mm, nah, this is, yeah, this is, yeah. This is getting to a really uncomfortable. Okay, start from the I beginning. Got, I think I got sick, too. You got sick? <laughs> I don't know. It was It was not. It was, and then abruptly. I had chocolate like, on my finger one time, you know, uh, for finger blasting a girl. I fingered a girl's asshole one time and was playing with the turd didn't know what it was i'm like what is this and then i'm like oh that's a shit oh god <laughs> that seems like such a move you would do and let's get to the question everyone wants to know did you smell your finger uh sure i did <laughs> i can't imagine any scenario where i wouldn't go oh wait what's under my nail Ugh. oh god man there's yeah. so much. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much I didn't know about the woman's body when I first started having sex. That she has turds in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one eluded you. <laughs> so wait, did you finish in her butthole? Yeah, and I mean that must have been nice. I thought it was pretty enjoyable. <laughs> she was not that into it. She like you could tell she was like. So okay. it was your idea to do it. Oh yeah. Whatever does there are there women that go? Yeah, some. Yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember we have a not I probably not like I don't think there's a you probably don't find a lot of like nineteen year old girls who are like, I love getting my ass pounded. But I think like as you know, in their thirties and stuff, you probably find it Wait, more. Is there women that like anal sex? Of course. For real? Yeah. Watch, we're gonna get some messages. Yes, Bert, I do love it up the ass. I, I I can't imagine. Leanne is not that girl. Oh yeah, she would never fucking ever do it. 
And I said to her, I was like, here's the deal. I'm cool never doing it, but I have to know that you've never done it. Because if you've done it, now I have to do it to you. Right. Because I got to be the guy that takes you to your lowest place. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, put uh, Everest on there. I'm, I, I got into the fucking hardest giggling fit. Oh, but I don't want to derail this anal sex conversation. No, Christina would never do it either. Yeah. and I'm Here's a, the thing. I'm okay. I, it would only be rough for me, I think, if I was like, that's what I. That's my dream or that's what I need. Then, yeah, you're, I then you're in a tough spot but i don't since i don't like fantasize about it or anything i don't care and leanne knows how fast i can have sex I, I oh you can oh my god how fast can you have sex i mean and this is when you call the expert i she'll she'll tell you i've i've done it i i i i want to say seconds is that any in there yeah yeah I think he's. I think he's laughing at the fact that you're bragging about it. <laughs> there's nothing I can yeah. like. There's nothing I can do about it. I, yeah. I, and Leanne can like almost. I. She was like. She was like. Hello. Hey, are you by yourself? I am in the house with Sean. All right, I'll call you later. Are you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, we're talking about uh, sex. Oh. On two bears. I think I should talk about that in front of our contractor. <laughs> We were talking about what's the fastest I've ever I've ever had sex. Oh, remember it was like one minute and seven seconds or something like that. <laughs> Champion. All right. It was record breaking. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Uh, love you too. Bye. I don't want to brag, but I think I got you beat. <laughs> I, dude, my the first time I had sex. Yeah. It was one pump pull out and blue load everywhere. I remember I, <laughs> I remember doing that in high school where and I was like sorry that was only like and I said a number I was like sorry I was almost like I said like three minutes or something like that she was like that was not three minutes I was like what do you mean she was like that was like three seconds I hey like, can you find a uh, porn can you find a porn where they're I want to see one pump jumps like porn stars like if I if I had sex with a porn star I would have I would have an orgasm in seconds in, yeah. in like legit First time in, two pump chump, epic male. Oh yeah, premature ejaculation. Oh yeah, here twelve year old. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> do they have? Um, I remember one time on stage. Just do a Google, do a search in their search thing there for like, uh, come fast. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. 
at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think it tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. I haven't been watching a lot of porn lately. I haven't seen porn in a while. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm quarantined and I'm just not... It's not... Yeah, it's not like the road. Yeah, you know what? Like when you're on in Man, a I got hotel. To the, I got to the point where I was, and I would bring it up to people, and Leanne, or, Leanne would be like, "I think you're what you're used to. You're bringing up porn to random people. <laughs> <laughs> like the stagehands at theaters, and they're like, "Oh, good. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that scene. <laughs> you're like, I was just jerking off, and I was wondering, have you I seen? Not everyone watches porn the way you do. It's true. It's true. On the road, too, you're just like... The worst is when you you get so fucking... <laughs> your brain gets so used to road life that, like, the fucking, you know, one of the stage guys is like, hey, so for this backup mic, and you're sitting there on the side of the stage, and you're, like, watching a porn. <laughs> and the guy's like... Yeah, you you got a meeting. And you're like, oh, sorry, my bad, man. Uh, I remember, I remember, I was watching a, I was watching a porn, in, in, in the living room with my wife and daughters. I was watching a porn on my phone, and I just didn't even get yeah, on me exactly that it was. It's compl- I remember telling someone, I I was watching a porn talking to my aunt, and it occurred to me because she was like, you sing, you sound distracted, and I was like. <gasps> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm watching porn right now. <laughs> I, I wish. I like, like I, I remember when I first. See, we came we came from a generation where we're like pornography was hard to find. And yeah. then all of a sudden it blossomed. Yeah. And I, I remember being like, I remember the first perverted porn I ever watched. Like the first time I went out of like what I thought were the Christian norms mm-hmm. where you were like. Porn for me growing up was like a naked lady. That was it. Yeah. And then you'd see a guy fucking a girl. You'd be like, okay. And then you, then you're like anal sex. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Two guys and a girl, and you're like, okay. And then you, and then I remember one time everyone was like, oh, we saw this porn where this dog fucked this girl, and <laughs> and they're like, what's his name? Got hard. And then I'm, I was like, thank God I didn't see that. Like in my head, right? Yeah. And then I moved to L.A. I was in New York. I had moved to L.A. I was at the Universal Sheridan, and I got, I got a porn site. I got into a porn site somehow. I, maybe I gave it a credit card. I was just 
desperate. And the first one that I saw that I was like, hold on, was pregnancy porn. And I yeah. was like, I was like, I don't think I should look at this. I remember thinking that. Now I've seen so many fucking pregnant people fuck. Like, and I was like, I don't think I should look at this. This is bad. Is this child molestation? Like, is this perverted? Yeah. And then I was like, all right, check it out. And I checked it out and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I got off of it. But I was like, oh, and then when I fucked Leanne, I was like, okay, I'm going back to that. Because <laughs> Leanne got pregnant. And I was like, oh, I kind of sexy. I remember we would watch uh, the Spice Channel. And every, like one time, I think the dad ordered it. So I was at my neighbor's house as a kid. What a cool so we would watch either that or he's trying to molest you guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's like, hey, take your shirt off. Well, we would guys. watch it. We would watch it scrambled and you would see the frame for like a second. And that was, and I'm talking about like 10, 11 years old. So you're seeing a frame or two pass through, oh, but then one time, I guess the dad had ordered it, so it stayed on the feed for a while, and we lost our minds. But even that wasn't like hard, like what you see now on porn or whatever, yeah. you know? So fast forward like a few years, I think I've seen porn, because I've seen those, like Spice ones, which was oh. basically like a little step above like the Cinemax softcore, but it wasn't like the hardcore stuff you see. So I'm in Peru visiting my family and my cousins are like my age and then a couple years older than me. So like I'm 13, there's one who's 14, one who's 16, right? Yeah. And my cousin's like Who's who's your mom's? Family? Yeah, this is this is actually yeah, it's her family. So I have there's three guy cousins that are like around we're all around the same age. So I'm I'm at their place and they're like one of them goes, oh, "I got something you've never seen before." And I go, "What?" And he was like, "Porn." And I go, "I've seen porn." He goes, "Not like this." And I was like, I think I have. And he put it on. And what it was was just hardcore porn. But he was right. I hadn't seen like penetration and like yeah, yeah, yeah. ejaculate. And I was like, uh. And he's like, we'll leave you with the tape for a few days. Because I was like, sounds good to me. And then I masturbated so much, I got sick. I got a fever. Like I was sick. Did that happen? <laughs> that was, it was terrible. Yeah. You got a fever? I got a fever. <laughs> I think I masturbated like eight times in the day. <laughs> you got dehydrated? Oh, I guess. And then I remember seeing the craziest, like, so after that, I thought, so hardcore stuff is like a blowjob, a guy going down, and then the different positions. You're like, yeah, that. yeah. I remember watching a porn and like seeing a blowjob, and then this guy squatted over the girl's face and put his ass in her mouth, and she just obliged. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's where he shits. He's putting his ass in her mouth? Yeah. And I couldn't believe I I stood there just like, what? And I I almost like I wanted to call the police and like help her. I was like, you can't (laughs) You're not allowed to do that. You can't do that. You're putting your asshole in her face? I couldn't believe it, man. I could not believe it. I remember telling Leah I remember telling someone at at I came I was flying off the road, I was buzzed, I land, we go to dinner at someone's house. And I just go, I was like, yeah. They're like, how was the road? I go, I had a crazy experience. I was watching a porn, and I came at the same time the guy came. And Leanne goes, we these people, we don't know these people. And this, this guy's <laughs> face is like, he's just like. <laughs> you tell somebody how hard you came. I go, I came at the same time the guy came. And then he was, the guy was like this, and I was like, I mean, I wanted to high five him or something, yeah, acknowledge yeah. him. He didn't even look at me, and the guy's just like, uh. 
Oh wait, I should I should real quick point out if you missed the live stream uh yesterday. Oh yeah. Um but we had such a good time. It was a blast. Uh we're recording this before it. But yeah, it was so it fun. But we we're really excited about ha- having have, done it. having done it. It's and you can still watch it. Livestream.ymhstudios.com. It's up for a week there. Um yeah, Warren Sapp was here. Yep. And uh we hope we hope no one got COVID and we had to cancel it. Yeah, there's only a few days until the thing. So. You probably know better than us. How was it? <laughs> Did you like it? Did you like our... Hey, we want to thank our Super Bowl commercial actors. Yes. Jordan and... Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, they were great. Chloe's dad and my dad went to high school... That's ugh, the weirdest thing. ...and that. college together. How crazy is that? It's funny how the conversation evolved because you're just like, oh, like, oh, where are you guys from? You know? And then she's Philly. And you're like, oh, it's Philly. And she, but it's, it's interesting it was almost like I, when I buy a hat, because whenever I buy a hat, I have a size eight head. Mm-hmm. I always go, hey, what size eights do you have? And the guy goes, everything. I go, mm, you don't have everything. I know that because I've done this a lot. Yeah, I, I have been walking around with this head for a while. And I go, okay, how about that one? He looks and he goes, no, I don't have an eight. And I was like, I know. I go, how about that one? And he goes, no, I don't have that eight either. I go, how about this? Let's start all over. What size eights do you have? And he goes, hold on. And then he's like, whatever city it's in, like say it's in it's in cincinnati he's like oh we have a reds hat and an eight and i was like then i'll take that right and so she said i said where are you from she said philly and i went hey really she goes oh a suburb in philly and i was like my cousin's from a sub my my cousin is from a suburb in philly yeah she's like oh it's it's called Bryn Mawr. and i went my sister was born in Bryn Mawr hospital i said my nana grew up I, my mom grew up across the street from valley forge military academy and then she's like wait Really? I said, yeah, yeah, my dad went to Malvern. She goes, my dad went to Malvern. And I said, yeah, my dad went to Villanova. And she goes, my dad went to Villanova. I said, I wonder if they know each other. She goes, no. I said, how old's your dad? She goes, 73. I go, my dad's 73. Yeah. She goes, hold on. So I call her da- my dad and I go, dad, did you know a guy named something? Yeah. And he goes, Dr. Tony? Yeah. She goes, he knows my dad? It was so fucking crazy. I love And then I got obsessed. Like, I, I all of a sudden, I get obsessed with something and I start going, how crazy is it that our dads went high, and someone could just grab them and go, hey, just so you know, one day your kids will be acting in a, it's really, yeah. a short together. for. It's just so bizarre. Like if I, I keep thinking to myself, I remember watching Warren Sapp go out onto the field at, at Florida State Field, Doe Campbell, and grab turf with his hand mm-hmm. and just like, this is my, like grab the Indian face yeah. and grab the turf and look, and if the biggest fight broke out. If you had Wait, between me- Florida State and Miami? I don't believe you. Oh, it was so fucking chaos. That, that was where the days, man. That- see if you have a see if there's a video of Warren Sapp ripping out the turf. I'm sure I'm sure I brought I brought this up on uh this weekend's podcast. Mm. Oh yes. No, not uh never mind. Never mind. It's gonna be too hard to find. So but I know what you mean. But yeah. I, I, if you had told me I keep I I, I get obsessed with this. Going back to time and someone stopping me and going, hey, 20-year-old Bert, that guy and you are going to do a show together. And I'm like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I Am I, do I become a pro athlete? And he's like, ah, no. <laughs> like, I get obsessed with that shit. Yeah. I mean, you were in a stadium watching him play ball in college. And yeah, now you did a special. I have his phone number. Yeah. Like, same but... with Snoop. I kept, I, that was a weird thing about getting high around Snoop. Was you start going? I listen to you so much, so much, like so. I, I, 
words you came up with and linked together, I would sing all the time. Yeah. You made songs I'd sing all the fucking time. And some of those words I can't even sing back to you. <laughs> the majority of them. <laughs> the, uh, but I get, I, get, I get obsessed with it. Like, I don't know, whatever, whatever. I, 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 that, I, keep, I keep going back to thinking of... I do, you just reminded me that I remember listening to Doggy Style. and It's like 1993, I think. And uh, I mean, I'm a young teenage boy. And that, that, that album is so like X-rated. Oh, And the yeah. interstitials are like, yeah, bitch, why don't you... And I was like, this is how you should talk to people, you know? Can you believe there's... I loved it. Can you believe there's, there's white people that say they've never sung the N-word? Like, yeah. Can you believe that there's... Like they, they, it's a lie. I think it's just a lie. Like I don't think there's any there. I can't imagine a world that like someone gave you NWA's album, yeah, and you said, "Oh, what is this?" Mm-hmm. And that there are people that claim they went. I actually can't tell you. Oh, what NWA stands yeah. for? And you're like, why? Why not? And there's, um, it was good knowing you. I hope you enjoy the album. And just walk away. That's the world they say they lived in. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just the fucking. Which what does it stand for? Oh, I forget. <laughs> I got two hats from the. Remember, there used, like, used to be two baseball leagues? Yeah. So the Major League Baseball and then an alternative one. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, the Negro League? <laughs> you can't, yeah. I bought two hats. I think you're allowed to re- like refer to like a historical league. I, uh, I bought two hats from, from there. I was going to wear From where? From the, ne- the Negro League. Oh, okay. It feels that <laughs> I've just been watching this Ken Burns documentary. I was like, he has no problem. They have no problem saying it throughout the entire well, it's thing. A, it's a, it's a it's real what it's called. It's what yeah. it's called. It was full of Negroes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, my bad. Go ahead. So, I, you know, I had that word in my special. You do? I did. It was my, And right before someone was like, I don't think that's going to age well the way you're saying it. And I was because. Well, I, how did you say it? <laughs> Were you like on the flight here? So many Negroes. <laughs> no, no, I did not say it like that. What'd you say? I, I can't explain it. You can explain it. My point is, my point, my point is, my point is. Yeah. I bought two hats. Okay. okay. I bought two hats. And by the way, <laughs> fucking. If you want to talk about separate but unequal, the fucking hats, they gave you the, like, I don't know the right way to say this, but clearly the uniforms weren't up to par with what major league uniforms were. Right. And so the bills are floppy. Like, they're, like, they're really, they're expensive hats that I bought, but you wouldn't wear them because you look like you're wearing a hat that's kind of, like, crappy. Uh Like, I don't know why they didn't just put in a, but they're authentic. So authentic hats at the time didn't have a bill. It's almost as if. At the time, um, the black players were getting like second-class fabrics and equipment. It's and, hard to believe. But, yeah, but then they sold those to a white guy in 2020. Yeah, who, or one. Uh, no, I go to Ebbets. Ebbets. Uh, it's a really cool Ebbets Field hats. Yeah. So. But like you said, it's it's supposed to be an authentic hat. It's an authentic hat, but it's like I can't wear it because now I look like I look like a schoolboy. Like I don't. It doesn't. I yeah. almost brought them to show you, okay. But I got them, and I said to Leanne, I was like, "Oh, what do you think of these hats on me?" She was like, "Oh, 
It doesn't, doesn't look, look good. good. And yeah. I went, for real? She goes, yeah, they're too small. They look like little schoolboy hats. Yeah. <clears throat> and I said, they're from the Negro base. She goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that. My daughter's lit up. And then I was like, for real? And so I was like, oh, great. I guess I'll just put these hats in the closet and never talk about them. And I was you like, can... that's fucking ridiculous. I'm obsessed Wait, with Wait, what are you supposed O'Neal. to, how are you supposed to describe the, like, say the league, though? That's, you, that, you, that is how you say it. That is definitely how you say it. That's what it was called. Yeah. That's what, it's written on Ebbets. If you go to Ebbets, that's what they call it. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I'm obsessed with Satchel Paige and Buck O'Neill. Buck O'Neill grew <laughs> obsessed. up. I get a, I, man, I've been watching this. Uh, Buck O'Neill had this energy about him when he talked about baseball. He could just tell a story. He goes, oh, he had the best fucking... I, w- I wish I could find this quote. He said, I heard I heard a sound three times when Babe Ruth hit a home run, Josh Gibson hit a home run, and one more person. I- I've only heard that sound from three people. See if you can see- type in Buck O'Neill heard the sound three times. Something heard sound three times. It was such a great quote, but it was like the way he... Yeah. What did he say? What did he say? Babe Ruth, Josh Gibson, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. That's it. Yeah. He said, I wonder if I would have been for, oh, someone says, I wonder if it would have been for if he had lived to see Bryce Harper. But the, here, I, I remember, I remember hearing that sound with Bo Jackson. I do. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, maybe the greatest athlete, the greatest specimen that's ever lived. Could be easily. You have a strong. There's a strong case for it. I mean, never lifted weights either. They said, right? You guys don't. You guys are too young for Bo Jackson, right? Yeah, I am for sure. What about any you? Uh, I don't know who he is. I don't no. really know. Yeah. Whoa. Did you just say I don't know who he is? You got to watch. Oh, you, you oh, got to oh, watch oh, oh, his. Oh uh, you got to watch the thirty for thirty. Just type in. Type in real quick. Bo Jackson highlight reel. Dude. Bo Jackson broke a bat over his. Oh yeah, this dude. Look at his thighs. Look yeah. at his fucking thighs. That's yeah, not just him. make sure that's muted. That's not him. Is that what you said? That's not him. This is an ad. Let me see this. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna mute it though. So mute it. I don't care. Yeah. I just—it's so great. Oh, I guess I don't. Look at this. He broke a bat over his head, dude. He is. Oh look. Look at this guy. I mean. He's so fat. He Look at that. Beat, Look how, <laughs> he beat out a ground ball to, to the first. second baseman. <laughs> <laughs> Look Jesus. at this. Everyone's on their feet. Because they never. there's no athlete like this in baseball. Bo Jackson. And this was his second sport, you know? He, I mean, do you remember when he took down uh, what? Uh, who's the Seahawk? Ryan, not Ryan. Brian Bosworth. Brian Bosworth. Of course. I remember that the the one play that he had when he when he ran up and over the wall, yeah. Bo Jackson was next level. You got to watch the thirty for thirty if you haven't seen it. It's, it's really he's incredible. He's a bow hunter now, right? He loves hunting, and you know he's out. He's an outdoorsman. Who's he, better, Bo Jackson mm-hmm. or Deion Sanders? Well, I've heard the the uh, you know that brought up before. Yeah, I mean they're. They're both ridiculous athletes, man. I mean, they have, they're different. They're different types, though, because Bo ended up being like two twenty five, and according to everybody, then was running a sub four three forty. So, you know, somebody that big and strong carrying the ball, like in football, 
that I mean, he nobody could catch him. No one could catch him. Yeah. And he's two hundred twenty five pounds. And then with Dion, you have like track star speed. Track star speed. And 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 Dion But he also would like... shut down I mean, you know, there was there were games where like they just didn't throw to who like whoever he's covering, just don't even throw over there. I wonder Dion is um Dion's n- n- probably all around. Okay. <clears throat> Let's break this down then. Because mm-hmm. LeBron when we talk about athletic specimens. Yeah. Bo Jackson, LeBron, that LeBron probably I bet LeBron can play every sport, I bet. I mean, I bet he he you know, they talk about how good he was at football and he stopped playing his sophomore year in high school. And then you then you go like imagine if he was like a tight end or a defensive end or something. He's six eight, two fifty, and he has like no body fat and he has a 40 plus inch vertical. I mean, it stinks that we take our athletes and we put them only into one field. Yeah. Like we should put them. I would love, I would love to see Randy Moss versus, uh, versus Deion Sanders in a basketball game oh, or, or like just, just, he like, was, a, he was really good at basketball battle of the network stars. Like that, that big kind of like take all these ex athletes and just, have and, you, you seen the Randy's high school basketball highlights? Did you ever, he played with Jason Williams in high school. I remember. Do you remember the commercial they had? Yeah. They had a commercial. Just some good old boys. They had, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. he's country as shit, Randy Moss. Randy Moss is really country. Yeah. I remember that. I remember, I think I told you when I was in high school in Florida, Vince Carter was in high school in Daytona Beach before he transferred to Carolina. So that one of that, that yeah. like Oak Hill or something. So they had, he's in Daytona. So on the local news at night, you know, I'm in high school. They're showing their like uh, local, uh, you know, basketball star Vince Carter at Daytona, and they would show his high school highlights. And you're like, oh my god, like he was doing shit off the backboard, reverse windmill shit, and he's like 15 years old. God, like yeah, th- all those guys you're listing are other level specimens, man. I I I I, I blows me away, blows me away that especially that. There, this is where injustice lies, is that Bo Jackson breaks his hip and never is the same. And also, the details of how that injury happened. It's the most fascinating. Yeah, well, what is it? So he's playing against, I think, Cincinnati. He's yeah. a Raider. And he's getting tackled like from behind. And he's so powerful and so strong that the force with which he pulls his leg up is what injures his hip. So he is like a horse that is so f- strong when he pulls that the injury is from his own strength. It's not that somebody hit him or he fell wrong. It's like I tore my own shit out of its socket. I man. Basically, the injury would be impossible for 99.99999% of the population. I think I got the best childhood in the world because all my heroes got enough airtime to turn them into ultimate heroes, but not enough where they destroyed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we didn't get enough of, we didn't get any of Bo Jackson's politics and I don't know what they are, but I'm certain they're probably fucking a little out there. I'm sure he has some ideas <laughs> that are not perfect. Bo Jackson? Type in Bo Jackson. He, he hunts. I guarantee, like automatically you're <laughs> like, you're like, okay. What are Bo Jackson's politics? Yeah. <laughs> Type in Bo Jackson's politics. Okay. Uh, looks like he endorsed Doug Jones. 
Who's Doug Jones? He's the the guy that was running against that senator in Alabama who had the accusations of like um, grooming young ladies. So let's see what Bo said about this. This will tell you where he stands. Can you find the part? There's Bo. Happy. Oh, on your win. Yeah. So he's more lib than you thought. I thought he would be one of those like sneaky conservatives. Yeah. Where you're like. Which there's nothing wrong with, but like sometimes with guys like that, you're like, oh, where, where just because he hunts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because he hunts. Um, but like Deion Sanders, they gave him enough, like enough room to kind of be prime time. Oh man, prime oh, time I remember when that was on Sports Illustrated. Like I yeah. got the best. You want a beer? A Bud Light seltzer? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a little sip. All right. You want one? You do it. Why? Because you're the guy. Some trick is a crown in it. No. Is there Corona in that? You mean COVID? That's it. My bad. It's Bud Light Seltzer. It's really good. That's really good. Which one is it? Peach lemonade. Peach lemonade. I'll be murdering. I must. I must have killed these. A lot of these. I think you did. Um, I it's, I just find it. Fun, I find it very lucky that I got to experience a life. When celebrities were celebrities, Tom Selleck was Tom Selleck, you yeah, know, yeah. as opposed to Tom Selleck, the NRA fight, you know, like, oh, right. Where we didn't really know much about them. And then like where, you know what the other thing is about social media? There's a good thing about the technology today. And then there's the bad thing. The bad thing is that when we were younger, I feel like because of the lack of tech, there was a little more mystery to your celebrity. A right? lot. Oh, and can I tell now you? Now we I, just know everything about everybody. People know everything about me because I put it all out there. Yeah. Like people know intimate details about my life. Oh, yeah. And I feel like sometimes that, that was a maybe a misstep. Really? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but you know, I, my, it's, I think that's where people get caught. You ready for this theory? Uh huh. Sometimes you brand yourself one thing. And you tell everyone, this is who I am. I am ultimate liberal, male feminist, um, uh, you know, across the board. And then when you do some shit that isn't on brand with you, that's when they call you out. So in my head, I was like, well, if I put all my shit out there, everyone knows everything about me. I'm not, I'm not really hiding anything. I I tell way too much about myself. Like I'm open book to the point where I think I've said things on this podcast. I haven't said to my wife. And then, and then, and then you go, well, at least I'll always be on brand. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like not lying about how much I drink. Cause I did that because I didn't want to, once you lie about what you're doing, then everyone catches you in it. And then they start going, Oh, so wait, like I've seen videos, I've seen takedown videos of people who pretend they don't use drugs. And then they clearly, they use drugs. And then everyone's like, the fuck's wrong with this guy? He's a liar. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, I may tell some tall tales. But at least I'm pretty honest with who the fuck I am, you know? Yeah. So I think that that's the, the, the catchy thing. Like, I don't I know this is not probably a great time to have a take on this, but yeah. like the Marilyn Manson stuff. Yeah, so I don't know this. I, all I saw was that he was accused of what? Uh, mistreating his ex? Mistreating. And then his, his label he him. just got dropped. He Evan got Rachel dropped. Wood accuses Manson of abuse. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. Jesus. What did he do to her? I don't know. I don't know the story at all. 
Uh, also known in the world as Marilyn Manson. Uh, he started grooming when I was a teenager, horrifically abused me. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I'm done living in fear. She's only 33. Retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to express this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him. Before he ruins any more lives, I stand with the many victims who will no longer be silent. Jesus Christ. Um, Marilyn Manson's only 38? No way. No, he's got to be in his 50s. Yeah. She's 33. Yeah, so he was 38 and she was 19. You got it? Uh, I See, I, I... So that means that he is now 52. Yeah, I have a hard time with uh, dating age difference that much. Like that... That difference? Yeah. Well, you start seeing like fucking... 38, 19. 19. Yeah. yeah, so that's like a 20-year gap. That's a lot. And, the, and the, by the way, that is... First of all, <laughs> all that shit's inherent to that that type of relationship whoa what she said that she felt terrified for her life that he broke her down through starvation sleep deprivation and by threatening to kill her in one instance he forced her to kneel in their bedroom tied up her hands and feet beat her and shocked sensitive parts of her body with a device called a violent wand we've used that uh when she tried to leave him he would call her house incessantly jesus man I have fantasies every day about smashing her skull with a sledgehammer. That's not weird, though. That's like, I love somebody, you know? <laughs> you love somebody, you want to keep them. And that's 2009. Well, I, I, social media is out there. He's doing an interview with Spin Magazine. I'm sure that's branding a little bit. As he, he's like, oh, I'm a wild, crazy guy. Oh, yeah, he says, he says wild shit. But that's... um. I just look at this. And... Oh, fuck. I it's I completely see myself. Will you bring up? Uh, so I don't remember who this is. Will you bring up a who is Evan Rachel Wood? I don't know. I can't place her. Oh, she's in Westworld. Yeah, yeah. But we hit she images. Is I'm just trying to like I don't know why I'm. Oh, okay. Fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I seems like a horrible guy. Yeah, I met him once. You did? Yeah. You know, whatever we were drinking. Where'd you meet him? The store. He was there. Oh, yeah, he was there. We were backstage. Me, him, and Stanhope. He's good friends with Stanhope. He parties. He definitely parties. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I want to, I think the the thing here is like, how do you teach people to get, because I've been in bad relationships, abusive relationships. How so? You were with, hitting someone? No, no, with, no, 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 no. With, oh. even with, with your friendships. Oh, oh okay. no, no, no. I, I've, I have been this guy a lot. No, no, no. I've been in bad relationships where someone takes advantage of you yeah. and manipulates you and does fucked up things to your head where you believe. The goal is how do you teach people? How do you teach anyone? How do you raise daughters and go? Listen, don't let this happen to you. Yeah, that's a real complicated, I think, question. Yeah, because because right? it, it happened. It's happened to me, not as bad as what she's had. Well, this but I've had bad relationships where I keep coming back to them, going like, maybe it'll be better this time. Maybe I can figure this out. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that has a lot to do with like. I think I searched them out for a period of time. That's natural. That's normal. I mean, she's really young. When she starts, she's 19. 19. And when you're 19, man, and someone's 20 years older than you, they have Jedi shit on you, you know? Spe- particularly like a man 20 years older than than uh, the woman he's seeing. It's like, 
it's not that's where that's part of the discomfort you feel because you know that they're they're just so much more you know mature and and sophisticated and they can manipulate people yeah yeah you couldn't but also like there's a type of girl who would you know not be could be attracted to this person but like there's a type of person that's attracted to marilyn manson yeah for sure like i I think in my head and i I think you get you that person is heavily damaged yeah that fucking sucks but you know that's like going back to the thing is like i'm sure like rock stars had that like didn't axel rose allegedly burn someone on the ass with a crack pipe i don't know type that in crack pipe I think he locked allegedly. Yeah, I mean they. There was a there was a, a fucking story about one of the dude. Leanne told me the other day one of the guy the one of the guys from the Mamas and the Papas had sex with his daughter allegedly allegedly. I don't know. Uh, what? Hold on. All the this is uh, this is going down a real nice path today. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's get. Let's let's let's. We do have to try a crack though. Dude, I just, are you watching that documentary on Netflix? No, but I want to try it. They say it's really good. Uh, yeah. I I think I think it would be a really fun experiment to try crack. To try it just one time and we'll cut ourselves off on the podcast. On the podcast, smoke crack once. <laughs> just one rock? Did you ever see did you ever see in Anchorman when they tried crack cocaine? I'm sure I did. I it know. is. I've had some laughing fits in my life. I had one the other day on the treadmill. There's a commercial. I don't know if they... they I don't think they intended it to be funny. It's like... Uh, what, what You know the kind of commercial that they go... Don't, 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 don't. Don't, no, 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 no. Bill Evans was the first blind man to ever climb Everest. And I am crying, laughing immediately. I'm like, what a waste of fucking time. You're blind. I go, who's dumber, him or his Sherpa who took him there? And I'm crying on the treadmill going, a blind guy climbed the, what the fuck? And so, but that on Anchorman, when they try crack cocaine, that made me laugh so fucking hard. What, do all the guys try it? I forget. Can you? Can I just let's just giggle and watch it. Anchor, okay. uh, it's going to be silent for a second, everybody. Okay, the Anchorman Two, smoking crack. This made me laugh so fucking hard. Oh, I'm so glad Will Ferrell hasn't been canceled. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, he fucking makes me. That makes me so. He's when great. they're holding up signs, don't smoke crack. <laughs> that is you immediately. <laughs> oh fuck. God. Uh, you yeah. Here's another reason you should. Uh smoke crack i think why you couldn't catch a buzz you said oh dude i was chasing a buzz around the living room last, last night. night what'd you drink so let's let's be very clear let's do it it started at six in the morning six most, in the morning I most took, people's i took a shot of whiskey at six in the morning wait why i celebrate my power and you've really so, been on this i've been on it and and it was great and it was awesome you got a buzz I got a little buzz and I let it go. I let it go. Went went into my day. Went over to the new house. Uh, I did some stuff with Leanne over there. Six a.m. Six a.m. I was doing radio with Jim and Sam. Okay. And so 
And so I just was, we were talking about celebrating power and I said, it's pretty beautiful. And I took a shot and then it, it was, it's the greatest when you get that one drink buzz and then let it flow. I took a couple shots, but let it kind of go away. Great day. Go home, uh, eat some lunch, take a nap, had sex, take a nap, wake Excuse up, use me, go for a jog. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a glass. I'm, I've, I run six miles. I go, I'm going to have a glass of wine at the end on the, my last mile. So I pour a glass of wine, and and I don't know if it was because it was Fitvine and that it, like Fitvine's healthier, but like I cruised through a bottle on that last a bottle on that last mile, and I felt good. I felt <laughs> loose, and then all of a sudden I'm in the living room and I and I open another bottle, and I'm just it's not it's not there's not another me. runner in the world who was like I cruised through a bottle on my last mile too last mile man and I did fantasy <laughs> what running. The- yeah, I was like, I was in a vineyard, uh-huh. and my house was on fire, and I was trying to run. I, I, anyway, anyway, okay. so, and then I go into the living room. We're watching this new show called The Wilds, mm-hmm. and oh my god, Greg Garcia's fucking show is so fucking funny. He's so funny. it is so goddamn funny. You ever Joey Diaz is fucking hilarious. You ever hang out with Greg? Yeah, no, not not really, not really. He is like he is funnier than all the comics you hang out. With. I love. When you, you you know who's like that is uh, Mike Gibbons. Mike Gibbons yeah, is funnier that. than any comic because he don't really have any attachment to like he just is funny. Yeah, that's Greg. Oh, he's funny all the time. What's the name of his show? It's called Hey, what the fuck? Guest man? book, guest, guest book, book. the guest, guest book. book. Joey it's on is... Amazon, right? Yeah. Did you see? Have you seen it? No, I just saw the trailer. Oh my god. Yeah. Has, have you guys had it's on Hulu it's on Hulu I'm sorry right I think it's on TBS what the fuck Hold I think on. they own everything I think it's a Warner oh, you're right. okay, okay, Warner okay. thing okay. so first of all this kid Jimmy Tatro yep. is amazing he is amazing he might be my he's me and Leanne's new favorite actor really Jimmy Tatro is his name he is that him yeah the lines in it Tom the lines in it are so good where you're like like Leanne and I are saying we're are, we're saying them back and forth to each other. Joey Diaz has a scene yeah. in the first episode that I was sobbing, crying. I was laughing so hard. Can I spoiler alert it for you? Can I spoil sure. it for you? This is so fucking funny. So the whole premise, and by the way, I'm just going to implore you to watch Guestbook, but I'm going to tell you the premise. So this one guy is in a marriage, and he's his marriage is falling apart because he's obsessed with VR. So he's always got his VR goggles on. And she's like, why? And he's like, well... We're, dri- we're just driving on the interstate. Wouldn't you rather see the Alps? And she, the woman can't get it. Mm-hmm. And then she catches him jerking off. And she's like, you're jerking off the VR? And he's like, yeah. The women are so much prettier than you. Like, you need to understand that. And he's like, maybe if you did it, then you could have VR. And you could have sex with a hot guy. And then she was like, I want to have sex with a black guy. And he's like, okay. So they put on the VR and they're both two- a black couple. And then, <laughs> and then something happens with his wi-fi and he's like oh wait hold on she's like wait mine cut out and he's like oh i think i'm ahead of you so now his vr is going just five seconds ahead of her (laughs) and he goes he goes wait hold on wait do you see a guy in yours and joey diaz comes in in the scenario as the pimp and he goes no you're sucking his dick all wrong you gotta work the balls and he goes down and starts sucking the guy's cock and you're like ah dude i was howling fucking laughing it is such a good show and we binged it we binged the whole... We didn't even watch the first season yet. We binged the whole second season. It is awesome. It oh, is great. so good. Anyway, 
Can't catch a buzz last night. This happened to you too, right? Well, for me, okay, I've been 10 milligram Tom for a while. Yeah, I got to do that. A while ago, meaning a couple months now, I became 20 milligram Tom at home. Okay. When I got home from recovery, like after, after the hospital, I went to recovery and then came home. Shortly thereafter, I started doing 30 milligrams at night to go to sleep. Jesus. And now, last night, I took 50. And I'm really proud of myself. It's really close to I'm 100. I'm stepping it up. And guess what, though? What? So I took 30 and didn't really feel anything. Really? I had to take 20 more. And I, you know, kind of. Yeah. So it happens. I mean, I've been working really hard at it. Wait, and... do, you think, do you think maybe... I want to take what you're taking. What does it make you sleepy? Yeah, I take Indica's at night because that helps me go to sleep. And does it just shut your brain down or does it I make just, you tingle? Yeah, I mean, you know, you have a you have you're high, but like, I like to do it. Like, okay, I want to go to bed in a couple like ninety minutes or an hour, or a couple hours. So I take them, and you just start to feel more tired, you know. And then it just helps you kind of just doze off. I smoked weed the other day. Was I with you? I smoked weed the other day. Mm-hmm. I have no idea when I smoked weed. Oh, uh, I smoked weed the other day. Yeah. And I, it was one of the baby joints. They're tiny but mighty. And it, it, I second it. All of a sudden, everything felt so much better. And I was like, fuck, man. I'm, I, but I wonder if there is it edible similar to smoking weed? or is No, it, I think it's pretty different. Really? Yeah. Fucking, I'm just, I've done edibles. But I would recommend doing it the way I did it, which is start really mild. I was thinking of starting at 100 and seeing if I like it and then trying to pull it back with orange juice. Try that. Try that. <laughs> try it. I, I, maybe I'll try and, uh, here's my problem is I start getting anxiety about maybe having COVID. When? Like even when I smoked the joint, I st- my brain was like, did you just get chills? Yeah, know. well, you're, that'll, weed will just do that to you. You start thinking about, and then, you know what I love about getting high? What? Um, realizing when things are bad ideas. Like your brain will just go, that's a fucking stupid idea. And then you're like, I've been in denial about how stupid that is. Wait, like what? Like just any idea, like, you know, whatever you're doing, uh, writing, creating, you know, I feel like, I feel like everybody's brain does this. Your brain shelves things that you don't want to think about or that are uncomfortable, right? It puts it on a shelf. It's how, I mean, all our brains do this so you can basically exist in the world. To exist, you need to be able to compartmentalize things and not face the most uncomfortable thoughts at all times. Yeah. But if you get a certain type of high, your brain just goes, hey, you know that thing you don't like to think about? And it puts it like right in front of you. And it can be uncomfortable or it can be something where you go, I'm going to resolve this. You know, I'm Yeah, gonna, I'm never going to resolve it. You will resolve it. I think you will resolve it. Fuck. The key is to get really, really high all the time. I might, I might get high tonight. I was, I was t- do it. I gave myself the week off. So like when we did, so we shot Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Was that Sunday? Yeah, we shot, we shot, by the way, I mean, if you saw it, if you watched the live show, I think we shot seven beer commercials. By the way, the, not, was so fun. It was funny shit. And we just kind of literally were like, uh, right over there. Try yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, do this. Move over we there. Came in with rough ideas and, uh, we did some by ourselves, and we did some with the actors, but it was it was really fun to do. I wonder, mm-hmm. I wonder how our sponsors would feel if we shot commercials for them. There's some that I think they wouldn't like that we did. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, and then maybe one. 
There's a that, cer- at a certain point, Chloe's like, "You guys really pit women, see women one way, huh? Just nagging and annoying." And we're like, eh, "Sorry, we should have one to celebrate her power." The uh, I might try an edible tonight. Do it. What do you use? Chiba juice. I do a lot of those. I have some other ones were given to me. So, but the you chiba- it doesn't matter for you. Same, same across the board. No, they they definitely, but like the chiba juice are pretty consistent. Yeah. So, like, I know what I'm getting. You know that kind of thing. That's what consistency. Yeah. Like, because you if you start like here's the thing, it's like it's a brand that I'm familiar with. I know what it's gonna be like. So that's why I like it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Do it. Try fifty tonight. And just see how it rolls. You know. I'll see fifty, and then how, when I, if I don't like it, what do I do to make it stop? Oh, just tomorrow do 40. Oh, okay, cool. What time's the perfect time to take an edible? I would think 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I would wait a little. <laughs> Maybe wait. I was going to go do voiceover and take one right as I walked in. That Then when you're done, you'll be ready to go. I used to love taking a Xanax on stage. <laughs> what? Take a Xanax on stage and then do stand-up until you realized, oh, it's kicked in, guys. This show's over. You just take it on stage? I took it. There was, I would do it on Sundays. So like, At what point in the show? Right when I got on stage. You just pop one in your mouth? Pop one in my mouth. And I'd be like, all right, just to go stand next, we're going to race to see if we can beat it. How strong would you take? Uh, Half a milligram. I took, I took, how close is the Xanax to an edible? By the way, I've I've eaten edibles, but every time I've been partying. I haven't been like, I'm going to chill out in my chair. I've been like, I'm going to take a handful of edibles and I'm drinking. I'm I'm getting loose. I mean, the, uh, they're different, man. The Xanax and edibles are definitely different. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, Xanax would be faster acting for sure. Oh, I remember one time I, I was driving back from Irvine, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get some sleep tonight." So I was like, "When I'm about thirty minutes out, you know, like fifteen minutes into the drive home, I'm gonna take a Xanax, and then I'm gonna race to see if I can beat it home." Oh my god! And there was a fucking traffic jam. Oh. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh fuck, man, I can't drive." Like I'm like closing my eyes, and I'm like, "This is fucking horrible." So I was like, cracked a beer and was like, here's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just was like, I guess I'll just fucking drive really, really slow home. That's, uh, that's Joey's like philosophy for how to do edibles, by the way, is to combine the two. Yeah, He's real? like, all you got to do, you take a thousand milligrams, you know, like star death, something like that. Pop in a baby Xanax, takes the edge off. And you're like, that's really cool advice. <laughs> take a thousand milligrams. Because sometimes the Xanax then... doesn't do it. You're like, you're like. At that level, it doesn't. Jesus Christ, a thousand milligrams, and then and he'll he will just roll through a day like that. Why don't more people like at the end, towards the end of their life, try heroin and crack and stuff? Dumb people, they don't do it. Yeah, like I, why not get addicted to crack? You got a year to live. <gasps> Dustin Diamond died. I know. Out of fucking nowhere, he was diagnosed like a month ago, and and then all of a sudden it was just fucking over stage four dude that kind of got kind of broke my heart when you heard about that because he was like i don't want to grave because they're just gonna terrorize it he's like i want to be cremated if, if you give me a fucking grave they're just gonna i didn't know any of this oh he yeah. said this yeah he said that he didn't go to the hospital because he was afraid the, the he was like no if i go to the hospital everyone's gonna fucking make fun of me how do you know that i read i've been obsessed with him and JD i Tarsus. did i did read this thing that said that i mean i don't know if this is true or what's rumor but that that his past castmates didn't care for him that much, and then they all were like, "Oh, sad that he's gone." And you're like, "Um, yeah, they definitely didn't like him." I don't think, and I'm not to sound shitty. I don't think did there he was do a, porn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. I mean, I heard rumors about him. 
I don't think he was like a super pleasant dude. Yeah. I, I know he, he did stand up. He ended up doing stand up. I used to go into the clubs right after he would do a club and not, I mean, not like just being real about it. Like not, not everyone was celebrating him then. And I think it is kind of weird when you go to, to these people who I, I haven't really listened to any of the people that were on Saved by the Bell in a while and you hear them be heartbroken about, you know, you, you know, and you're like, you didn't allow, allow him in the reboot. Like you actually said, don't get Screech for the reboot. When they did, the, they did a reboot to say by the bell, right? They're doing it now, yeah. And, yeah. They, and they didn't want him in it. And now they're like, oh, he's would be dearly missed. I mean, it's, I like, I just be consistent a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, whatever. What am I looking for? Am I looking for Paul Goslamardi or whatever? Goslamardi, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, What's, is that his name? I don't remember. Gosler? No, Go, Gosler. Yeah. Go, is it Gosler? I don't know. Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's looked a lot. He's better looking now as an adult. He's forty-six. He's younger than me. Hmm. God, and Screech was forty-four. Man, to have lung cancer and die at forty-four. Well, his fa- had fa- cancer ran in his family, and it started with a lump on his neck. That's why early detection is like key to everything. Which is why you got to get physicals. People, yeah, okay, I know. I- I know grown ass men that are like, I haven't had a physical in ten years. Like, Dude, I doing? can understand not going to the dentist in ten years, but not getting a physical. I cannot. I I get a physical every nine months. Yeah, I go to my cardiologist every nine months, and I go to I go get a physical. I I offset them, mm-hmm. so I get physicals, and so it's I'm literally getting technically getting blood work every four months. That's good. Well, it's good because I live the way I do, and so I want to make sure I'm in front of anything that starts going south. We can. If it if it pops once positive, we're like, okay, let's keep an eye on that. And if it happens again, we're like, all right, time to change your lifestyle. And how's that going? We're doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm bragging to Drew the other day, right when I was fucking such an idiot, Tom. What you were? Who were you was, fucking? No, I was talking to, to oh. Drew. This is when Drew had COVID. Yeah, and I was like, I'm indestructible. I'm never gonna die. And then two days later, he's like. I got COVID, and I was like, and he goes, looks like we're putting that to the test, huh, buddy? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I didn't get it. So You didn't? Yeah, I think I'm, you know, a lot of quercetin, a lot of vitamin D, a lot of vitamin zinc. C, a lot of zink, you know, a Way lot of go. working out, a lot of just staying hydrated. Why and, were you chased by a lady? You said, I told you in the lobby, don't tell me anymore. Oh, it's, it, here's. Here's the thing that no one's taking into account in all these Karen videos, like uh-huh. uh, or gotcha. So I was having a beautiful. Day. Oh, I was driving over to. I was driving over to do a shoot with you. Oh, that day. Yeah, I was driving to shoot with you, and so I'm driving to the new house, and I'm having a. I just got off the treadmill, which is, by the way, very impressive. Oh, thank you. Fucking really feeling it. Just had my iced coffee. I'm dancing. I'm listening to Nathaniel Rateliff. Right, mm-hmm. I'm dancing in the car. Don't know I got who that the, is. I don't know who uh, is. Anyway, okay. So I got the windows down, and I'm I'm not even speeding. I'm just having a great time, mm-hmm. and I go through a, a a green light. It's green, and this woman is running a red light. She is not. She's not paying attention, and she is about to drive through a red light. I see her, but I'm, I see her too late, and I just pass her. And but she's running a red light. I went through a green light. No one else is going except for her. She then fucking hightails it and starts chasing me. I don't know she's chasing me, but I do know what her car looked like when she did that. And I know that now I'm about to do a U-turn to my new house 
and a legal U-turn. And I'm dancing like this. And she flies up behind me and hits her horn as I'm going. She doesn't expect me to do a U-turn. And then swerves out of the way and pulls over the median on the other side. Now, I'm on the median facing this way. She's facing this way. And she starts recording me. She starts going, asshole. And recording me. And I I don't know what. I don't even know that any of this is going on. Mm. But here's what's crazy. If anyone that knows what rage feels like or my my tits fill with helium, like my heart fills with helium, mm-hmm. where you start shaking and you're like, yeah, oh, I'm going to fucking kill her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking swing around and I'm like, I'm going to fucking light her up. And then I'm like, hold on. This is how you get caught on camera. That energy, there's no, there's no thought process that goes, the thought process started with make sure to put on a mask. And because I didn't want to get COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, put on a mask so she can't see your face. Shit. They're going to recognize your voice. You know what? I said this. I go, I'm never going to convince her that she ran the red light. I'm certain she believes I ran a red light. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any proof that I didn't. And I was just like, and I pulled away. And she's now she's chasing me. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I don't know. How this is going to end. So did you get out of your car? No, I never got up. But when I walked up, I saw Lindsay and I was shaking. I was shaking because I wanted to fucking scream at her, yeah. call her a cunt, call her all the fucking horrible things that I could think of just on the fly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's how this is how like no one's identifying that all these people that are getting caught on camera that this is rage. Rage yeah. makes you say and do horrific things you yeah. would never do. No one's And you can't go back. And you can't cut back. There's a there's a video of this kid, this boy. He's like a boy. He's like probably 17, maybe 18 years old. And he's yelling at this Mexican guy, "Go back to your own country. Go back or whatever he's saying, right?" Mm-hmm. And then I see his apology video, is that's not me. And then I'm like, "No, it totally was you." I watched this right before I almost got caught. Whatever. I don't know what I would have said to this lady. Yeah. I mean, I hope it would have been politically correct and i would have been like your driving was not because of your gender whatever the fuck i would have said i'm certain i would have said something absolutely horrific but no i i watch his apology video going the day before i watch it the day before and i go but that is you that's what you said and then i realize oh we're all until we all feel that rage and recognize it and then find accountability, we're never going to fucking solve this cancel culture because you're like, like, I shit on, um, I shit on, I don't know what, I'm, I'm, what podcast you're going to find this on, but I shit on some senator or Republican or whatever, Democratic or representative, something that was in the storm's capital, capital and they were like, I didn't shit on him. I just said, they were like crying and make it very melodramatic. I, feel, I got a phone call and I, I had two seconds to say I love you. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I, I don't know. I saw the storming of the Capitol. I thought it was fucked up. I was like, I don't think they were going to kill anyone. And then I heard them talking about, I don't know her who she is really, but AOC is like, Republicans don't like her. Right. That's a generous way of putting it. Yes, they and don't. I, and I heard her talking about her experience. I don't really know anything about her. Yeah. And But I was like, I know people don't like her. And I was like, oh, they would have killed her. I mean, five people did die that day. Yeah, but no, but I'm, I'm meaning like I didn't realize they were going in to possibly kill representatives. Oh, I, I think I think 
she could have gotten killed for sure. She would have gotten killed. Yeah, she would have, and that's how the mob mentality works, and yeah. that's how rage. Because people works. were exact. People were. You saw that. I mean, especially when you have, like, like you said, a mob. What happens is you lose complete sense of, you know, rational thinking. Yeah. And if everyone's like, ah, let's go. I mean, that that's like war stuff. You know, it's like kick the door open. Everybody, if they had gotten a hold of or found her, Nancy yeah. Pelosi, they probably oh. would have beaten her to death. Definitely. I mean, I think, and I think it would have been like the group mentality taking over, and then and then they like, all oh. would have been like, "That wasn't me." Right. I, I got. I lost. I lost my sense of self. That's yeah. a great game show. That wasn't me. Where we take people, oh, I spit food out of my mouth. We take people and we get them in a rage thing and see exactly what they do. It's like when I say I'd let Leanne fuck me in the ass. If I was horny enough. Yeah. How do we get people into that fevered pitch, that rageful moment? And then that's the game show when they're, when they just do stuff they would never fucking do. Like bite the head off this baby. He's like, Oh, I'm going to do it. Ah! Oh my God. That wasn't me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be tough to find a network that's into it, but I like God. where you're going. I think you about you need to go to an underdeveloped country to start. A culture that's like, yeah, we'd love to do that. That do you know how much fun Two Bears One Cave would be in Kazakhstan or in just Bolivia, some third world country, yeah. where we we're like, all right, I know that in the states they're not really big on dog fighting, but today, <laughs> but today we're in Yemen, <laughs> <You're>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we're gonna fuck people up, and it's not two dogs; it's a dog and a young boy. Okay, right, here we go. Let's see, see if you can fight them. Um, I just I that. That rage thing, yeah. That like I I really connected because I was I just watched someone yeah. full of fucking rage screaming into a phone, "Go back to your own country!" And then he was like, "That wasn't me." I thought you ever have r- real rage on stage, where you're like, and you go like, "Man, if I don't reset right now, this show's over." No, never. I've never. I I've I have a it. fearful. Wait, tell me your story. I've had I you know. There's a thing you can do, especially in clubs, where you can hear something in earshot that you ignore and then, you know, that you can't ignore. So I've had different times, you know, when you're on stage and it's like you're performing a show and you know that like rows four through 50 at this club don't hear this. But I feel like that thing of somebody in the audience, especially in the front, kind of disrespecting the show, you know? Like, usually there's alcohol involved. They're hammered. Yeah, yeah. And they're just acting, you know, talk, uh, you know, we need to go over to Jenny's. And you're like, you know, and then you're, you're kind of like going like, hey, why isn't the club handling this, right? Yeah. Like over and over. And then you're like, what, what? And then they're like, how come? And you realize, oh, they're totally checked out. They're drunk. Oh, yeah. And then they think that because you address them that now the channel is open to communicate you know so i just remember one in particular where i just i fucking it was a slow build because it's like it's bothering you and you're building resentment you know little by little and then i was like why don't i said something i don't remember the exact thing i said but i was like why don't you get the fuck out of here you pig or something like that to this and then her friend was like how dare you call her a pig and i go she looks like a pig she sounds like and i started to get angrier and angrier (laughs) and uh she uh fell over the table the pig (laughs) fell 
it onto the table and there was a bucket like a beer bucket and then that collapsed and i was and i started making oink sounds you know like i can see the thing and i gotta tell you something i i was i was full i, I didn't do it in a fun way like i was making <laughs> oink sounds yeah. <laughs> but and i was doing it like to be mean you know like oh. I, I but i was doing i had like hate in my heart you know like i wasn't doing oh, it like so funny like, and then they got her out of here i was like yeah you fucking go to the farm you pigs go eat at the farm and then like when they <laughs> when they took him out that's the thing is like you're just full of rage you're like you fucking bitch right and they pull him out and then you turn to the audience and you're like hey guys and oh. they're like and you got to go like how do I go back to like, you know, so I was driving to early. Like, like I never you reset your I show. I never had, I've never, I always have a fearfulness of, of getting beat up. Like I never go, yeah. like I always respected guys like Tosh who would just kick people out. Mm -hmm. Like you, you're like people, guys who weren't afraid of the confrontation after the show. Yeah. I was always afraid of the confrontation after the show. Like that. I was like, Ian Bag has no fear of the confrontation after the Zero. show. Zero. Zero. Did you ever hear? You may have to edit. Once the confrontation. You might have to edit his name out of here because I'm not sure he wants to hear that, uh, this be shared. But his ones, he's got an epic one where he had a, a bachelorette party and they wouldn't stop talking. And he just goes, Tomorrow, young lady, when you put on your deodorant. And she goes, Yeah. He goes, I hope you find a lump. <laughs> and the whole club turned on him and they had to keep him in the club because they were waiting outside for him. Holy shit. <laughs> he was like, but everyone's had those bachelor bachelorette parties usually that uh i told a bachelorette party i said i said to a bachelorette party in baltimore i have to it was right after you called a lady a cunt uh at a show that i was at wait when in sacramento i, I couldn't that. believe i couldn't believe that you salvaged it that's the part what did i do you it was a small turnout this yeah. is like fucking 10 years ago or something yeah. and i'd opened this isn't even the time this is like a separate show from the time that i okay absolutely ate shit um but you're da, 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 and you're like cunt and i was like <gasps> and i was so excited you know <laughs> and she was like that and you i don't know how you did it but i still remember that you went like into material and stuff and she laughed and you're like, see, I got you. And I was like, how could you, you went from insulting her so horribly that you got her to be on your side and you turned it around. I, I, I remember it. I, I have to, you're right. And I'm not being a hundred percent honest because I don't, I don't remember those bad times where I have lost my shit and I definitely have lost my shit on crowds yeah. and I don't. And, and I, I instantly regret it. I, I told about calling a, uh, someone a cunt will always do it. Cause I've done it a few times and it always goes south. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, and then people get upset that you've called someone a cunt. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's how I felt. Yeah. And also you were being one. Yeah. So that's why you I were said being it. a cunt. I called you a cunt. I made two of my, I made two. Of I did a club once that had uh, 20 people at the show. And in the first three minutes, a lady goes, come on. And I go, what? She goes, let's go. Ooh. And I go, what? And she goes, I'm just giving you some encouragement. And I go, I don't need it. And she goes, well, you know, you're the comedian. I go, I guess you're the cunt because I don't need it. And she was like, 
and there was there, they were a table of 12 so the 20 people became eight because they left oh my god and the next day the uh club owner called me and he goes um i was informed that you called the lady a cunt last night and i go that didn't happen <laughs> well, there's two sides to every story I go, let me hold on let me paint the picture for you oh that's fucking hilarious I, I told I did a told a joke one time about child pornography. Yeah. And I the joke was you ever have a horrible idea and you don't realize you, you think it's a brilliant idea. I said, Let me tell you something about kitty porn. And this woman just goes, No. Yeah. No. And I went, Hold on. I said, I need you to stop right now. And she goes, No, I won't allow you to tell a joke about kitty porn. And I said, so let me explain comedy. The way comedy works, I'm going to give you an idea, a premise that you're going to think that, but hopefully you don't say it out loud. And then I'm not going to give you, you think I'm going to green light kitty porn or something. Now you've fucked up the whole joke because everything I say sounds serious after this. Right. I was like, the whole premise is I'm going to give you a premise that you're not going to, so I'm going to take it in a different way. She was like, okay, try it now. And I was like, no, no. go fuck yourself. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Exactly. You dumb fucking bitch. God. Now I'm like glad we don't do stand up anymore. <laughs> now we I, just tell fun stories. I, I lost a this is this one has been haunting me. Yeah. In Baltimore at that big, big place that not Magoobies, but the bigger place. Yeah. The I know comedy factory or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had this was the night my special The Machine aired, I think. And I had a huge table of black chicks on a bachelorette party. And they would not shut the fuck up. And this is the weekend after the bachelorette party got caught in the flaming limousine driving down the street. And mm -hmm. they all died. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, and I go, ladies, please, 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 please stop talking. And they're like, be funny, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm, try I'm trying to hard my hardest. And I go, I go, listen, I want you guys to have a great night. And they're like, then make us laugh. And I'm like, I'm trying. I go, did you guys take a limousine here? And they're like, yeah. And I go, I hope it catches on fire. And the place goes nuts. And they were like, no, no. And they got up and did a parade around the fucking place. I remember one time I called a, I called this one chick. Uh, she was a fucking, God damn it, Tom. Why did you have to bring up these memories? Yeah. In Louisville, Bob Cameron would tell you this. She... Uh, she was date. She was a, a a black chick with a like big hair, and she was a bigger chick. And she said, uh, "Her and I said something." And she goes, "Boo!" in the front row. Boo! And I said, "I said, give me a." And I made a joke. I whatever. It was a jo good joke. Everyone laughed. She didn't laugh. And she goes, "My boyfriend's white." And I go, "I think we all know what he looks like." And <laughs> the place goes crazy. And then she went. I swear to God, I wish Bob was here. She went table to table, got up, and went table to table telling everyone they needed to leave. And people left with her. Like, older white chicks would be like, I'm with you, sister. He's a misogynist. I go, I was like, guys, I just got on stage. I haven't even said anything yet. Yeah. I haven't even said anything yet. And she got people to leave. A lot of people to leave. And then they waited for me in the fucking lobby. These two, like, powerlifter guys. Holy shit, man. Came, this is bringing up, like, trauma. They came to my show in Raleigh, and these guys were huge and wearing suits like full suits with an overcoat over their arms and they looked like 
Nation of Islam security guys, but yeah. they were enormous. I mean, th each guy was like over 300 pounds and not fat, like just enormous. In suits, overcoats over their arms, sit together, second row, stare uh, during the show. And, and the one guy, like every few minutes would go, this guy's terrible, man. It's terrible. Like in the audibly. So they were so big and intimidating that I was like, I hear them and I'm not addressing this. And then after the show, I walk off, guy walks past me and I'm just like, holy shit. Cause I realized the, the guy, I mean, like unnaturally big, strong dude. So I, waiting for the walk. I don't know if the guy's going to say something to me. So I'm standing there with security. I was like, he goes, yeah, man, you know, we heard him, but we just realized that we couldn't do anything. So we just, we just let him. And I was like, cool. I go, I, uh, I, I thought the same thing from the stage. <laughs> I just saw them and I was like, these guys hate me and no one can tell them to leave. Dude, the worst exact same scenario, except Three gangbangers in the front row in Miami. Miami? Miami. Yeah. Miami. Three gangbangers in the front row. Miami was wild. Lisa Lisa Carano is working with me and yeah. another guy. Forget the other guy. Lisa is hosting. She comes off and she is uh, physically upset and falls into tears in the green room. She was like, these guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> and this guy, I wish I remember the guy. The guy she was we were working with had thinning hair and he had it combed like comb so it was like kind of sticking up to kind of cover that it was thinning like it was hairspray yeah. up yeah he goes on and it's just going ter terrible terrible nothing like miami Empire. and uh and and the manager comes in he's like all right so we have a problem in the front row and i said well do you guys going to do something about it and he's like ah i think they have weapons on them so i don't think we're going to do anything yeah and i was like well what am i supposed to do and he's like good luck man as he says that the feature act comes off and his hair is sweated down onto his head. And he's like, it's really bad out there. <laughs> and I went out. This is, I mean, this is. Coconut Grove. Yeah, this is insanely true. I went out. And so what I did is an old David Tell uh, feng shui or a uh, Tai Chi move where David Tell would, if he had, ha I'm not spilling any news. I, I, this is David Tell, if he had a heckler, he would ask them the premise of his joke. Mm-hmm. I watched him do this. It was genius. Yeah. He would ask them the premise of his joke. Like, how do you eat pussy? And, and you then, already have your, punch he already line. has his punchline. Yeah. And so then what happens is that guy, that heckler gets to try to be funny. And then Dave tops him and he doesn't, yeah. if you do enough of them, then it shuts the guy down. It's a David. I saw him, he'd do it in the village and it was like genius. And so I, I do the David tell Feng Shui, Tai Chi or whatever. And so I say to the guy, what's the best way to eat pussy? And the guys were actually fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. One guy was like, you want to know how to please your bitch? And I was like, don't call her bitch. And the place goes nuts. He's yeah. like, nah, nah. Yeah. Take your lips, put her right by her clit and go. And then the place goes nuts. And I was like, well, that's funny. I just put my lips around entirely and go, oh. And now we're going back. And so I do my whole 35 minutes is, is where I get to. Mm -hmm. And they're loving me. And the room's like, finally, we got everyone on the same team. And then the, one of the guys gets up on stage in a flash. His name was Ray. Mm -hmm. I remember that vividly mm -hmm. dark dude gets up on stage and starts going this right here is a real motherfucker and everyone's like okay he goes you know what real motherfuckers get in the 305 and everyone's like what and he just drops his pants and pulls his dick out and he's like yeah show your shit son and i was like nah he had a hog <laughs> it was and it was 
purple. I mean, it was like dark, dark, dark. And it was and like his dicks just out on stage, out on stage, and it was massive. I want to say I could be wrong on this, I, because this is a true story. I'm cool taking big swings. A true story. I'm cool taking big swings. I want to say he worked for Bang Bus. So if you can find Ray, big dick, dark skinned dude, I go Ray. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a heads up. I'm definitely not taking my dick out now that I've seen yours. Like if I I might have done it and then seen yours and be like, oh that was a mistake. But now I'm not definitely doing it. And you know they're gonna call the cops, so you might want to leave. And he was like, good looking out. And he gets off stage. He's with a light skinned dude with dreadlocks, the face tattoo, and he starts nodding. And I go, yeah. And he goes, you real motherfucker. And I go, oh shit. And he gets up on stage. He goes, you know what real motherfuckers get in the 305? And everyone's like, please take your dick out. Please take. Drops his pants, takes his dick out, and it is just as big as Ray's. It's a huge fucking dick. And everyone's like, oh, my God. He looks at me. He goes, show your shit, son. And I was like, I'm definitely not after you two. And I go, and by now, they've definitely called the cops. So you may want to meet up with Ray and get a ride home. And he's like, good looking out. And he gets off stage. With them, I swear to you, on my children's life, is a hairless albino. And I say, it's so funny. Out of all the dicks I wanted to see tonight, it was yours. And everyone stops, and the guy very slowly pushes the table forward, stands up, gets on stage, looks at me, nods, doesn't say a word, takes his dick out, and it is, I'm saying, yellow. It is so. It looks like a lighthouse in the fog. It is huge. And he looks at me, and I just take my mic. I go, that's my show. I drop my mic. I walked on stage. I did 35 minutes. A hairless albino cock. How the fuck do you follow that? You can't that? follow it. You, you can't, can't follow it. Dude, the uh, the Miami Improv, I remember. So for people who don't know, like when you go to a club, like the contractual obligation for the headliner is a 45-minute set. And then, you know, most will do 60, sometimes more. But that's your minimum. When I featured there the first time, I was middling, and the headliner got off sweating 32 minutes. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, oh, it was just, I mean, just a shorter set tonight. The worst sets I've ever had in my life were in the Miami Improv. I had a set where I came out, and it was packed, packed. And, like, and you could hear that people were you know, talking shit. And I started doing like Latin jokes, making, like making fun of Latin people. Oh. And it was like perfect because a lady in the front row with a heavy accent goes, I think that you are a racist. And I go, against who? And she's like, Latin people. And then I just go right into Spanish, and the place fucking falls apart. <laughs> I mean, it was like having a, a fucking cheat code, you know? Oh! It was a, like one of those. I remember the first time I heard you speak Spanish on stage. Yeah. You said some Mexican joke, and then you... And then I think there was a guy in the front row that didn't like it. Yeah. And you translated it and said it to him and yeah. in Spanish. And I fucking, I was like, you speak Spanish. It's like cheat code, man. Yeah. In Miami, it's necessary. Dude, I remember one time I was bombing so hard. I was bombing all weekend with Steve Trevino. The whole weekend, we were co-headlining. Me, Ricky Cruz, DJ Cooch, and Steve Trevino. And I had to go last. And, and my name. Is, are you in uh, Ontario? No, we're in fucking Miami. Oh, and my Miami. name sounds like a hate crime at that point. Yeah. They're like, DJ Gucci, uh, uh, Ricky Cruz, Steve Travino, and Burt Kreischer. And yeah, it, everyone's like, everyone oh. was like, I remember at one point saying to Steve, I feel like they think I took a Latino's job. Yeah. Like, cause I, because I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be up here. I, I was bombing so bad, <laughs> so bad that on like late, early show Saturday, I just give up. I tell a joke and it doesn't work. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I go, I'll tell you what, you guys are, are set to not like me. 
and I got to be honest with you, I don't think half of you understand what I'm saying. I was like, I don't think English is your first language. So we're going to make this really easy. I said, can I get like a Cuban guy and a black guy up here? And I got, and, and I got two volunteers and we're talking gold fronts look like trick daddy, yeah. black dude. And a Cuban guy with like, um, like six gold chains on <laughs> and rings and in yeah. and, and flip flops. And, and so I white linen. Yeah. And so I go start lining up with shots. I go, gentlemen, I cannot get this crowd to like me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell a joke and then I want you to translate it to your people. That's great. And so I would say, uh, I was talking to a young lady the other day and the black guy's like, man, <laughs> can I play and get some conversation? I go roll up on this bit. And the place is, it's murdering. And I, and then and then the pla- and then the Cuban guy just says it in Spanish. He's like, like a whistle, and the pl- I, it murdered so fucking hard. And then you could take anything, and then make it the joke. Like, uh, I, it, it was so great. Well, somebody said that one time, and I was like, that's right. They they I forget who said it. They said to work the Miami Improv, you need all the skill sets of a comedian. So in other words, you have to have all of them. written material. You have to be able to improvise. You have to be able to do crowd work. You have to have facial expressions. You have to have like all, you have to use them all to if get through the weekend. you can have a DJ on stage with you. Even I better. remember they had a DJ one time and I was like, I don't think I want a DJ. And they're like, trust me, it yeah, works. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to wrap. Uh, I had so much fun doing the live streaming last football game of the season with you. Oh, it was such a blast. Hopefully. Um, and then uh, if you want to see it, livestream.ymhstudios.com. There's a bunch of Two Bears merch available at store.ymhstudios.com. So you can check that out. Um, let's see. The, uh, yeah, you got the injury stuff. Um, oh, there's a new one there. Say no to sports. You see that one? That's a new one in the middle there. Say no, just say just no, say no to sports. sports. Yeah, that's great. Um, so there's all kinds of stuff there. Check it out. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in a week. Love you, Bert. Love you too, Tommy. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur photology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave.